0: Hey there, and welcome to Networking School a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career. And for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. All right, y'all. We have Dr. Nadia Brown in the house today in... This has been a long time coming. We got lots of stuff to share with you about who she is and how she blesses my life. And I just can't wait for y'all to meet her. So Dr. Nadia, share with us a little bit about your business and tell us one thing that we're not going to read in your bio. Oh, cool. well, similar to what you do, <laughs> we,
1: I lead a sales agency and we have done sales support. We provide sales support. Right now it's mostly focused on event sales as well as sales training and we just love empowering women on really owning that whole sales process and getting good at it so that they can make a bigger impact. And one thing that I don't believe is in my bio because uh, it's a relatively new role for me is um, being a, a mom, what I call a mom which is mom plus auntie to my niece. And so it's just that, that, that whole thing has been quite the adventure, but it's been also a blessing
0: for my life. I bet. And you know, I always say hats off. It's one thing when you, you know, you have to go through the whole nine months and you're kind of expecting everything. It takes a big heart and just a a, a huge level of of commitment and love to be able to invite a a baby, if you will, into your life. And I just say bravo. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mom t Day to you. So you said something, and I want want to talk a little bit about that, because people make the assumption, especially around women, and I'll take it a step further, especially around Black women, that we always have to be in competition. So when people do similar work or the same type of thing, that they cannot be in good, healthy relationship. But I think we figured this out, don't you?
1: (laughs) I do. You know, Tish, it's funny because... I don't think I've ever told you this and I won't disclose names. (laughs) Okay, okay. But I do remember, I think part of that narrative is because there are people that actually push that type of agenda. And I recall several years ago where there was someone who at that point point had a very, they had my ear, if you will. They they were very influential in my life. Mm -hmm. And they were pushing some of that, like pushing that sort of energy or that sort of, attitude towards other Black women. And it was just like, mm, do, we,
0: do I really have to? Like, that's exhausting. Yes, it is. It's very exhausting. And I feel like we have the opportunity and to be honest with you, the responsibility mm-hmm. to break that cycle. Absolutely. Because I think people, like you said, people push it, people expect it. And when we step into it, we make them right. And I'm like, no, we're not going to be that person. So I'll share, if you're okay with it, I'll share what I was like. You know what? I see her. I like her. I know we do the same thing. And although we've been in some of the same circles, we've never really had a real conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And I just picked up the phone. I was like, hey, I want to be your friend. (laughs) 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 I think that we can collaborate instead of compete. And I am so glad because you've been a tremendous blessing in my life. And I'm I'm just glad to have another professional that I can say, hey, what do you think about this? Or how do you handle this? And we can kind of literally collaborate on many things, right? Absolutely.
1: I'm glad you made that call. I cracked up. You were like, look what we're not going to do.
0: Y'all, people are not going to put that on us. We're not going to do that. And I just think there's enough room in the world for us to all have enough business, right? And if we believe otherwise, then that's what our what we experience. But when we believe that there's enough for everyone and that there's opportunities for us to help each other, then that's what it is, right? Well, for sure. And I
1: mean, we've been able to live it. Like we are yeah. living witnesses yes. of just that. Yes. And so, yes,
0: it yes. works. Absolutely. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so something that a lot of people don't know this yet, but. You know, when I was looking at my business as we're growing it and building out the structure of it, I was like, I have a need for really, really what it is as a a sales manager on my team. I need someone to kind of fill that role. And I was like, Hey, (laughs) might you be interested in helping? I know you have your own business. I don't want to take anything away from it. But, you know, so Dr. Nadia actually helps a lot in our business and helping with our team. And I will always come to her when it comes to the training of it. And that's just like, again, it's unheard of for many people because people are like, well, what if, what if they steal it? You know, I'm like, you know what? I don't believe that God has put us together in the way that he has and put you in my heart if that were the case. And I, you know, I'm just honored to have you on my team. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'll just add, I think it was Bishop T.D. Jakes that said, he was like, no one can do what you do the way you do it yes. when you do it. And so yes. even if. I were that trifling. I still couldn't do you right. I'm I'm naughty. I'm not Tish, so yeah. There's no way I can ever
0: do that. The the funny thing is, is that privately, because I you know I follow you on Instagram and we do you know what I mean, and I'm literally like, yay! I love when I see your stuff looking good, and you're you know, so it's like it's not just uh, when we're in each other's presence, I'm like, yay, Nadia. I'm like, when nobody's looking, I'm like, yay, Nadia. Yes, right, you know I mean. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the way it should be. I really believe that. So, so Dr. Nadia, tell me this. We, you know, I often talk about the fact that especially with sales, people think it's more competence than it is confidence. And to be honest with you, I believe that it requires us to be more confident in how we approach things and what kind of things we're going to talk about when we're having sales conversations. So tell us a little bit about your journey, meaning, have you always been really confident? Have you always been able to rock a sale? What has your journey been in order to get to where you are now? Oh,
1: my goodness. (laughs) We don't have enough time to cover all (laughs) of it. I'll give you all the highlights. I sucked at sales, Tish. I hated it. I hated the notion of sales. I remember having coaches and they were like, if you're a business person, you're a salesperson. I'm like, I absolutely (laughs) am not. Like, it was just, you know, all that spicy would come up and I was like, no. And a big piece of it was just my own attitude and perceptions of what sales was and what it had to be. And, uh, but I quickly learned that they were right. I was wrong (laughs) and that (laughs) if I didn't master sales, I was literally going to have to close up shop and go back to work. Like my mm. business was not just, not just experiencing feasts, feast. Like there, it was hemorrhaging money. Yeah. It was all the money was going out. And so <laughs> it was important for me to, to master this, but it was also important for me to master it in a way that fit Nadia and did not require me to do some of the bait and switch that we've been taught or you know, being out of integrity or, you know, feeling like if I go in and I have to convince people to, you know, work with me or twist my arm or whatever, there's, there's yes. a lot of stuff out there that people are teaching. And yes. I was like, no, I can be true to Nadia. Mm-hmm. I can still be in integrity and I can still close sales
0: with confidence. Right, Girl, right on, hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Orange applause on that. And many people don't believe that. They, you know, and we've been told and taught over the years, and I'm like, I reject <laughs> all of that old school sales training that makes us believe that we have to almost lie to get mm-hmm. someone to say yes. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And if I tell them this now, the real is going to show up eventually, and now I have to deal with that. So I'm like, oh, that's not how we're going to do things. And I can absolutely appreciate that. Dr. Nadu, who would you say you've had to become? in order to enjoy the level of success that you currently
1: have? Ooh, I have had to become, I would say, I don't want to use the word, but I can't think of another one right now. Authentically Nadia, like really, really fully embrace all of me Mm -hmm. and not just the, the corporate Nadia. Coming out of corporate, there was corporate Nadia and then there was like the real Nadia at home. Yeah. And the beauty of what I get to do now is I get to bring both if you will, to work every day. Yeah. And, but it's been a challenge to have to really step up, to really lead, uh, lead by example, be visible. Like there's still, the, the, you know, there's still some things I'm working through, but that's, that's who I've had to become in order to, to achieve this level of success. And I think there's more of that coming as we yes. move to the next level of success.
0: Yeah, so let me ask you this. Why do you think it's so hard for so many entrepreneurs, and again, I think mostly women, but not all, to really step into being who they are, opposed to wearing that mask, feeling like we have to, you know what I mean? We have to be who other people maybe have have thought we were or whatever. Why do you think it's so difficult for us to really be that authentic self?
1: I think part of it is how we've been conditioned from an early age. And I know for me personally, I think back to, I'm an oldest child, I achieved a lot of academic success, so, you know, so accolades and things like that. And I, I didn't get to those levels, not doing what I was told to do until a big degree. And so there was a lot of working through all the supposed tos and how I felt like I had to show up in order to, to be accepted. But in some cases to remain safe because, you know, in certain corporate environments, it wasn't safe to show up certain ways. Like you were quickly, that was career, that was what they called a career limiting move. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think you bring some of that when you step out into entrepreneurship, there's working through unlearning learning a lot of that. And I've often said, especially, you know, having been in college for as many years as I had, I spent some years just unlearning a lot of that things that work well in academia, that doesn't necessarily translate well in entrepreneurship.
0: Mm, that is so good. So it's like, we have to be willing to shed <laughs> what we have been conditioned to believe at some point. I have, um, our, our bishop always says that we're programmed for failure, but we're sentenced to success. So we have to take on that sentence, if you will, and, and believe that it's possible, believe that it's true for us, because if we believe all of that brainwashing that we have had, some intentional, some unconditional, I mean, uh, not intentional, but nevertheless, it's like, Get rid of that and believe who you really are. I, I love the, what you just said. What connections, Dr. Nadia, we talk a lot about networking is um, about relationship building and, you know, building connections and, and really finding people who are you, you're going to add value to and they're going to add value um, as well. Who, what connections have made the biggest difference in your life?
1: Oh, my gosh. Some of my biggest connections have come from my mastermind groups. Mm,
0: That's great. I think
1: you know we talk a lot about masterminds in this industry, especially in the coaching industry. And and there's you know I call them jaded jasmines. They've been you know (laughs) hurt by a coach or whatever.
0: Yes. yes. And
1: and not to say that I haven't been disappointed, but one of the things I can say that one of the biggest values from any mastermind I've been in are the relationships and. I don't always see the fruit, if you will, of those relationships. I remember talking to my husband recently, especially after we shifted, you know, my business and I was able to then sit down with him and say, you know, you remember when I was in this mastermind back in 2013 and I went here in 2014 and I met this person and now here, fast forward, 2017, 2018, you know, these things are happening. It's because of those relationships that I've made those years ago. So it wasn't always immediate. Yeah. And he was able, cause you know, not know, early years, he was looking at me like, okay, you doing a lot of stuff and we don't get yes. to see a lot of fruit." Right. Yes. But now I could, you know, be able to say, you know, remember this and remember that, or, you know, even now this year, remember this person I met here. And he's like, oh, I get it. And so I think, you know, those have been some very valuable relationships. Those women that I've been able to sit in those rooms yeah. sometimes. Or, the, whether, or stand in line in the ladies room at an event and you meet these people, you make that connection and then you just never know. Sometimes it's years later mm-hmm. that you start to really see why.
0: Absolutely. You know, what's, what's interesting is I was having a conversation earlier and the person had mentioned in one of our calls that she was asking her group if they were looking to make five figure months and six figure years. And when she asked the question, I was quiet and we talked about it this morning, I said, Well, in all honesty, I'm surrounding myself with people who are on track to make six-figure months and seven-figure years. So I couldn't, I I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mad about what you said. It's just not where my head is right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that if, had it not been for, like you said, some of those relationships, the masterminds, you know, one of which we're a part of together, it's like, you don't know what's possible until you are able to sometimes see people who are, have the same mindset and are on the same trajectory and are willing to do the work to get there in absent of those relationships i don't know that i would say that same thing i probably would have just politely nodded and said yeah that sounds good instead of saying yeah no i'm not there anymore that's not where my mindset is anymore i'll put it that way right
1: absolutely and yeah. it also reinforces the fact you're not alone so all cuz a lot yeah. of times we're in our offices by ourselves and you know we may do some things virtually but When you can see that, okay, all the things that I'm thinking about or some of the challenges I'm experiencing in my business or any of the head trash that may come up, she's experiencing it too. And yet we're still moving forward or experiencing this success. And you're like, okay, well, she can do it. I can do it.
0: Yes, absolutely. I completely believe that. And, And disclaimer, I'm not hating on anybody tracking towards five-figure months, so that's a thing. There's a big, that big a thing. thing. <laughs> it is a thing, right? But it's just, right now, I'm like, okay, this is where my, I think this is where God is saying, this is where I need you to get. So mm-hmm. that's where my head is right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. and my husband, just just this week, I was talking about the business, you know, because like you said, we were working towards this new goal. And yeah. he goes, he's, you know, you remember, babe, when your revenue goal for the month was $5,000? Like, it wasn't even a five-figure month. I was just trying right. to get to 5000 a month, right? Right. right. So yeah, you know, level to next level is really, it's really a thing. And so
0: I remember those months when five,
1: 3000
0: Right. <laughs> it's like, woohoo. <laughs> I matched my income from when I first started work, my career. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I do remember that for sure. For sure. And for those of you all who are listening, just know it is possible it, we've been through it, right? And we've been through those months where there was no income, and you just right. me and I pay my water bill, you know. So I understand all of that. What what word, if you had to give me one word to sum up your journey, what would that word be? Ooh,
1: I'm actually going to use two, but I think they're very applicable. I would say courageous exploration.
0: Ooh, I, you know I need to hear what you mean by that. Talk to me. <laughs>
1: one you know it takes courage to do the work that we do um right. as an entrepreneur but i also think for me it was also approaching entrepreneurship with more of an experimental type of attitude and not being so if it doesn't work out exactly the way it's supposed to work out then all is over and so mm-hmm. i take on that attitude more of we're going to explore we're going to see what happens we're going to experiment and it doesn't feel so so if things don't work out quite the way I thought they might, instead of being disappointed, it's like, hmm, okay, let's take the lessons learned, let's tweak it yes. or trash it. Sometimes it's like, okay, yes. that was yes. <laughs> start over, you yes. know, but it really helps me get back up faster because yeah. before I would I would be so disappointed, so discouraged, I'll be like, it would take me months sometimes to get back up and get back to it. And you know, we don't have time for that. You sure let's don't. Take the hit, cry if you must. and let's Yes.
0: <laughs> you know, I love that. I remember when I had a major, huge, major disappointment in business a few years ago, and I was ready to pack it all, all up. I was done, <laughs> totally done. And I had a really dear friend who stopped me and she said, okay. Is your, is your husband healthy? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Are your kids healthy? Is everybody okay? I was like, yeah. I mean, she, she went through this whole thing and she said, now I want you to put in perspective what's really important. And I was like, and believe it or not, this particular friend had been through way worse devastation. Devastation, I pray I'd never have to even consider. And so for her to be able to encourage me, it really stopped, caused me to stop and say, okay, get up, shake it off and hey, go explore again and, and mm-hmm. figure it out. That didn't work. So we got to look at something different, but it's okay. And as you know, you know, being here, part of our team, you see where it's like, Ooh, that did not work. And it's like the easiest thing would be to go and put our heads in the sand. I know for me and just be like, I don't want to talk to nobody, yeah. but people are depending on us. And I'm like, I don't have time to, to wallow in, all of my, whatever I might've considered to be a failure, it's like, okay, what's next? How do we move from here? And, and that's, that's just, it's a blessing because there was a time I would have, like you said, it would've taken me two to three weeks, maybe even a couple of months to get back to it. And we don't have time for that. We just don't, not yeah. at all. Mm-mm. So tell me what is, and, and this is a great question for you because not everyone has the same level of expertise. When I ask this question, what would you say is your sales secret? What's the thing that causes you, if you will, to enroll more people into your programs or to move those difficult conversations forward where other people would have given up? What would you, what would you say to our audience that they could do to, to get past where their blocks are in their sales process?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I think one is one that I don't often talk about enough, and that is trust in my gut.
0: Mm, yes, and, and yes. I would
1: add <laughs> being willing to be unconventional so I think you know we, we've learned a lot of things and a lot of it is good but there are also times that you need to be disruptive and disruptive doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing yeah. you know it could be something simple and I think sometimes willing to trust your gut A that this is actually you should continue to move forward right because there are times you're like oh forget it right. just throw the baby out with the bathwater. but I think you know the other part is that okay and then let me think about a creative way to, you know, be disruptive to make them think, think twice, and really see the value. But also see that I'm not, you know, cookie cutter. I'm not the same person that they was or what they would expect from someone else. And so that's one of the things that help you stand out. But it's also what I would call one of my secrets.
0: I love it so much. Yes, yes. First off, we're gonna. Schedule part two, because time is wrapping up and I'm like, no, I have more. I have more to talk to you about. But we'll definitely do that again. But as we're wrapping up, Dr. Nadia, tell us, who do you believe you're uniquely gifted to serve? That person who's listening to us right now and saying, I could probably use some work with Dr. Nadia. Who's that person that you serve the best?
1: One of the women I feel I feel is a woman. Um, not that we don't work with men, but I feel like I'm uniquely gifted to serve women who have been in business for a while
0: mm. and they
1: are still trying to get to that point where they have those consistent five figure months to be able to get to six figures and multiple yes. six and beyond. I feel like I'm gifted to serve her. I've been her. So I yes. know what that's that that, cha- that you know, I know what that journey is like. Um mm-hmm. and you, you haven't given up, you haven't thrown in a towel, and yet you haven't your, your vision. Doesn't yet match your bank account. <laughs>
0: so, I know. Ooh, that's good. Okay, I love that. And so for that woman who's saying, yes, please, I want to work with you. How do they reach you, Dr. Nadia?
1: They can reach us at the doy- okay. Um, And they can grab our Courageous uh, Conversations That Convert checklist. That's at Courageous Conversations courageousconversationsthatconvert.com.
0: Wonderful. All of that will be in our show notes. So you don't have to worry about trying to figure out how to spell it. Just look at the show notes and you can get the link. <laughs> And you are going to be blessed when you get a chance to meet Dr. Nadia Brown. Thank you for being with me today. I'm so excited, not only for today's podcast, but for part two, because there's more to come.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Networking School Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.